Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Thanks to advances in science, we actually have more tools than ever before to help us better manage the difficulties that we're facing. Make sure you get out a piece of paper and a pen because this is going to be backed with a lot of great insights to help you overcome this. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Today, nearly 20% of adults in the U.S. alone experience some form of struggle of illness related to their mental health. That might be a result of the pressure that we feel to look or act a certain way from social media, the loneliness that we've been feeling during the pandemic, the shifting of the economy, or something else entirely. But here's the good news. Thanks to advances in science, technology, and the progress we've made to begin erasing the stigma around mental health. We actually have more tools than ever before to help us better manage the difficulties that we're facing. And during this episode, I'm going to share nine science-backed techniques that you can use to keep your mind healthy every day. Now, without a healthy mind, you'll only get so far in life. Chasing after your dreams and showing up for your loved ones is already challenging enough for so many of us. And doing so while struggling to get out of your own head will make it even more difficult. And that's why I hope you gain valuable insights during this special solo episode. And now make sure you get out a piece of paper and a pen because this is going to be backed with a lot of great insights to help you overcome this. So let's dive in. The number one thing is you want to seek out moments of awe on a regular basis. Now, when we're going through challenges or hardships, one of the toughest things to do is to actually step back and be objective about the situation. And something that can help us more easily become objective is experiencing moments of awe or wonder on a regular basis in our lives. Now, moments of awe can be going out in nature, doing a meditation practice, checking out awe-inspiring architecture, watching a masterpiece movie, or experiencing something for the very first time. And the science supports the importance of seeking out those moments as well. There's a growing number of studies that link consistent exposure to nature with lowering levels of stress, increased focus, and better overall mental health. It's extremely powerful. Now, what these moments do is jumpstart what's called the shrinking of self. Now, this is the feeling of amazement that happens when we look out into the ocean or we stand on the side of a mountain or we look up at the trees during a hike. By reminding ourselves how immense life is and how much more there is out there, we're able to better put our problems into perspective. Even if it's just for a few moments in the day, we're able to block out the noise and see the beauty through all the different suffering and pain that we might experience. This is one of the best parts about traveling to new places. But even if you can't afford to travel far away from your own home, 
There are moments of awe everywhere around you. You just have to be curious enough to seek them out. So that's the first thing. Number two is to find your ritual recipe. Now you probably hear a lot about morning routines or success habits and other daily rituals. There's a good reason for that though, because rituals help us organize the external world with the internal one. They give us a feeling of peace and order no matter how chaotic the outside world gets for us. And my thoughts on developing rituals are pretty simple. Bare minimum, I think we should all strive to have a routine that we do in the morning and one we do at night right before bed. These can be as elaborate or as basic as you'd like. For example, I'm a big fan of making my bed before I start the day. This might seem like a small win, but it sends my mind a signal that I'm in full control of my life. And it tells my brain that I'm going to be the ruler of my day rather than letting the day rule me. And by having a morning ritual, you're letting your mind know that you're going to be proactive today instead of reactive, which so many people are in the world. Now I can sit here and tell you to do this or that, but the truth is that not everything works for everyone. And there's not a cure-all solution when it comes to finding the perfect routine for you. That's why I encourage you to consistently explore and experiment with a wide variety of different rituals to find out what works for you. Keep a journal and write down your state of mind after trying each of them. And how did the routine make you feel compared to the ones you tried a previous week or month? Explore, try new things. Now the important thing here isn't necessarily how it gets done, it's whether or not it gets done at all. And once you've found the recipe of rituals that puts you in the best possible state, you'll be one step closer to a healthier mind. And that's the key. Number three, this is a big one. Monitor your self-talk closely. This is a huge one. The way we speak to ourselves is one of the most important ways we can keep our minds healthy. And it makes sense why that's the case. In our everyday lives, we expect good things to happen to us. We expect to get respect. We expect for other people to love us. But ask yourself this, why do we expect something from others that we can't even give to ourselves? So many people aren't giving that to themselves, but they want it from other people. If you're always putting yourself down internally, then how do you expect to develop the level of self-love that's necessary to reach your full potential? If you're always saying you aren't good enough or you aren't smart enough, something I did as a kid a lot growing up, then how would that negative self-talk not start to become a part of your main identity? And if your identity is rooted in a negative place and you don't invest time in healing or shifting that, then you might even begin to self-sabotage whenever life is going well and everything is clicking. Does this sound familiar to anyone? On top of that, studies have shown that having negative thoughts consistently over long periods of time leads to an increased chance of disease, poor focus, and poor relationships. So ask yourself, am I thinking and saying negative things to myself consistently? If so, how are things showing up in my life? Do I have quality relationships and friendships? Do I get good opportunities? Do I feel healthy? Your thoughts are linked to these things around you, so make sure you're paying close attention and start shifting these things. So how do we turn things around when it comes to overcoming negative self-talk? When I had him on the show, award-winning psychologist Dr. Ethan Cross gave us a couple simple yet effective ways to make this happen. The first is called mental time travel or temporal distancing, and I love this strategy. To do it, Next time you have a negative thought, ask yourself how many times has this happened before? 
Ask yourself what specific evidence you have that supports that thought. For example, let's say you have a work project that's due soon and you're beginning to get nervous about it. You're worried about what your coworkers and your boss will start to doubt your abilities and your whole reputation will fall apart if you don't deliver what's expected. Now, in that moment, take a step back and ask yourself what evidence you have that proves or disproves something about this thought. And have you ever turned in a project that your boss hated it and immediately began to doubt your abilities? Have you ever turned in a project where you were fired on the spot? Probably not because your company hired you for a reason and your abilities are what got you employed there in the first place. Now, the other tactic Dr. Cross mentioned is called distant self-talk. This is really cool. Next time you find yourself engaging in negative self-talk or in a stressful situation, begin to talk to yourself in the third person. Now, this may sound a little weird, but I think it's cool. You can say this, Lewis, let's relax and figure this out. Lewis, you've been here before and it always went well. You're going to be okay. The reason for this is pretty simple. We're naturally better at giving other people advice and giving them grace than we are at giving it to ourselves. So by calling ourselves by our name, we'll be able to more closely mirror that pattern of behavior. So try it for yourself. And to wrap this section up, I want you to remember this. Dr. Ethan Cross also told me that a thought doesn't become destructive until it becomes chronic. So keep in mind that we all experience moments of self-doubt. It's unavoidable and out of our control for most of the part. But what we can control though, is how we engage with that thought and for how long we engage with it. So be sure to monitor, be sure to manage, and minimize negative self-talk when you can. It's really cool strategies and I hope you enjoyed that one. The fourth thing that you really wanna learn how to master is to create a mission for your life. Now, something I've learned time and time again is that having a mission or a vision for your life is one of the best things you can do for your mental wellness. I did this in sports. I would have goals and a vision for each season and it really helped me have focus during that season of life. Now, having a purpose bigger than yourself can make the down times in life a lot easier. Now, as human beings, we're wired to ask these questions, why? What is our meaning here on earth? So why not create one and help put your mind at ease while you're on this human being journey? This isn't some woo-woo idea either. Multiple studies have shown that people with a strong sense of purpose and meaning in their life tend to experience better mental health, overall well-being, and cognitive performance compared to those that don't have a meaningful purpose. Now, having a meaning in life has been linked to also lowering chances of dementia, heart attacks, and strokes. So there's many health benefits to this as well. And my personal mission is to impact 100 million lives on a weekly basis through inspiring content, action-driven programs, and life-changing events. And to get started on your own mission, remember to be as specific as possible and focus on the why behind what you do. Why do you want this mission? Why is it meaningful to you? For instance, let's say you're a documentary filmmaker and you wanna start by asking yourself, what is the meaning behind your documentaries? What aspect of the job lights you up the most? Is it making people who watch your movies rethink their beliefs? Is it inspiring people to change their lives for the better? Really think about it and dig deep here. Then once you have that question answered, get even more specific. A good example of a vision for this person could be, my mission is to challenge people to question 
the status quo through the creation of one documentary film every two years. There you go. It's specific, it's actionable, and it gives purpose to all the hard work that goes into making these documentaries. Of course, there are countless other ways to lead a life of service as well. And you can get involved in volunteering, local charities, your church, if you're a religious person, and the list goes on and on. The most important thing to remember and get clear on is finding a purpose that gets you excited that you want to jump out of bed in the morning, not just roll out of bed and drag yourself out. Number five, get involved in therapy. I've always been a huge proponent of having coaches in the areas of my life that I find important. For example, my physical health is very important for me. So I hire trainers and instructors who walk me through workouts and help me track my performance over time. For my business, it's important for me. I check in with my circle of influence on a regular basis and I continually lean on them and get coaching from them. And in recent years, I've really applied the same principle to my mental health by getting involved in therapy and mastering emotional regulation. And it's been an absolute game changer. Every couple of weeks, I talk with my therapist. It's been so valuable to have someone who's professionally trained, who's able to give me coaching and feedback and guidance to keep my mental health in order. And I also like this person doesn't really have a close tie or vested interest in me, so I can count on them to give me advice that's objective, not subjective, or biased. And over the past couple of years, getting access to therapy has become even more important as struggles with mental health continue to increase in the world. In fact, the American Psychological Association reported that 8 out of 10 psychologists in the U.S. have reported an increase in demand for anxiety treatment since the start of the pandemic. That's crazy. There's so much stress and anxiety in the world. And while we still have a lot of work to do to completely erase the stigma around mental health, the good news is things appear to be trending in a good direction. And in the past, one of the hurdles standing in the way of people getting therapy was the cost, how expensive it was. And unless you were in a good place financially, consistently investing in therapy was a bill that so many people just simply couldn't afford. But today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is one of the leading forces in helping make professional therapy more affordable and accessible to everyone. And I recently jumped on a call with certified BetterHelp therapist, Melissa, to dive deeper into why we should erase the stigma around supporting therapy, the role therapy has played in my life personally, the impact it's had for me, and why it should still be a necessity in your life as well. And I want you to check it out to hear what this discussion was all about. It's really powerful. How important is it for everyone to be thinking about exploring therapy and using therapy, even if they feel like everything is okay, do you think it's important for everyone to be exploring it more? Over 50% of people who are struggling with a mental health challenge never actually receive any treatment for it. And one reason I really love working for BetterHelp is knowing and seeing just how many people are coming here for the very first time because we're making it easier for people to get that help that they need. So if it's your first time considering therapy, you're in good hands and in good company. And depending on what you're struggling with, not getting help can lead to worsening symptoms. So for instance, untreated anxiety could lead to panic attacks or untreated depression can make it really difficult to do what we call activities of daily living. So getting dressed, getting out of bed, taking care of your hygiene, taking care of household chores. Um, these things are 
a big deal and can become really challenging when someone's experiencing depression. Mental health, self-care, therapy, they're all important because no matter what, we're going to continue facing stressors and challenges and therapy can help us learn more about ourselves and our patterns and our strengths. So it's really something we can all benefit from. I'm curious for, for people that maybe think it's a weakness or think that's only you should only go to therapy when there's something wrong with you or that you have a problem. How do people overcome that, that stigma specifically for me growing up, you know, as an athlete in the Midwest, it was never looked at as something that was okay or healthy to go to therapy. How do people overcome that, that potential idea of looking weak by working with a therapist? Therapy is not necessarily about fixing something that is broken. Instead, I like to think of it as an opportunity to learn about our strengths, an opportunity to challenge ourselves to grow, a way to learn and embrace and be grateful for what we have, all with the goal of reaching our full potential and feeling our best. So I think it's really about reframing what therapy is, who goes to therapy, what it's for, and tending to our mental health and taking care of ourselves should really be a daily practice and not something we not something we only focus on when things are really rough or when we've reached some sort of breaking point. Some people don't find the best coaches right away or, or maybe they try therapy and they're like, eh, I didn't have the best experience or that person didn't really resonate with me. How can people use better help and make sure they find someone who really makes them feel comfortable and works for them with their current life situation? In therapy and psychology, there's an abundance of research that suggests that the very most important factor in good therapy outcomes in, in helping people feel better through therapy is what we call the therapeutic alliance or the working alliance. And a big component of that is just the bond or the vibe that it is felt and created between the client and the therapist. So, Because it's very and, intimate. It's very vulnerable to open up and share these things that you probably haven't shared with your friends or your family members. It's very... You might feel judged or shameful about certain things that you're thinking or feeling. So it's really important to find the right person that you can trust and feel comfortable with, right? Absolutely. You want to feel like they they get you, you can be yourself, that they understand you, that you're working towards goals together and that they're in your corner. And a big part of developing that solid trusting relationship is taking your preferences into account. So for some people, it's really important that they're talking to a woman therapist. For some, it's critical that they speak with a man we have many people that want a therapist of color. So all of these preferences are really important to us and finding you the best match is really important to us because we know how critical it is when it comes to effective and quality care. I'm curious if someone is uh, watching or listening to this right now and they feel and they have insurance or they, maybe they don't have insurance, how can they get started? What's the process um, for getting started and trying it out? Yeah, so the, the process is pretty easy. We have a, a short questionnaire that you fill out and we ask you some of those preferences that you might have. Um, and we we take what you input and we have this matching algorithm. And at the very end, um, we spit that algorithm to our, our network of therapists and a match usually happens within 20 to 24 to 48 hours. I love this. Uh, Melissa, I'm so excited about this. Again, I've been a big fan and proponent of therapy for myself. I do it every two weeks for the last year and a half. And it has helped me in my business grow. It's helped me in my personal relationships grow. It's helped me in my uh, managing my team better and just managing conflict in general in my life and having more peace on a daily basis. So I cannot recommend therapy and better help enough. Uh, but if people want to get signed up today and try it out, where can they go? How can they get signed up? Yeah, you can visit betterhelp.com slash greatness to get started today and all your listeners will receive 10% off their first month of therapy. 
Melissa, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. If you want more, make sure to go to betterhelp.com slash greatness for the three big reasons why online therapy has been so helpful for me. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included but you don't take yada yada in life so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too. in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is number six, conduct a digital detox. For all the amazing things the internet has given us, like anything else, there are always ways it can become harmful if we aren't careful with how we use it. There are even a handful of recent studies that have linked social media overload with mental health issues. And one of them is conducted by the University of Pennsylvania. And it found that there was a connection between using social media apps like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and a lower sense of overall well-being. Now the study also found that decreasing the usage of these apps led to a lower likelihood for symptoms of depression and loneliness. That's crazy. Just using them less will decrease those things. Now, there are different theories explaining why this is the case, but most of the research suggests that it has something to do with the consistent comparisons of feeling FOMO. Now, there are different theories explaining why this is the case, but most of the research suggests that it has something to do with the consistent constant comparisons and feelings of FOMO that we get when we are associated with excessive social media use. Now, I'm not saying you need to go and delete all your social media accounts or toss your smartphone out of the window. Like I said, there are a lot of incredible benefits and opportunities that the internet has given to us. But what I am saying is that if you're struggling with mental chatter or constantly feeling stressed, 
then keeping a close pulse on your social media usage is one way that can help you overcome those emotions. It's so key. And one great way to get to that point without giving up social media altogether is called a digital detox. This is where you limit or you eliminate your connection to electronic devices for a set amount of time. Now, a big advocate of digital detoxes who's been on the show before is best-selling author and professor Cal Newport. Now, Cal explained to me that taking part in digital detoxes is an effective way to improve our cognitive fitness, which he defines as the ability to be okay with being bored. This is huge. No one is bored anymore. He went on to say that today we've largely lost the ability because our brains are now programmed to get a reward every time we're bored. Now, every time we have nothing to do, we open up our smartphone and we watch a funny TikTok video or YouTube clip or something else that gives our brains that instant reward. And there are a number of different ways to do a digital detox. One is defining exactly what you're going to eliminate and for how long the period is. This could be a specific social media app or website you feel isn't serving your mental health at the highest level. And if you wanna take a bit slower, you can also do what's called a digital fast, where you set boundaries with your phone or your laptop. Maybe you promise yourself that you'll only use your phone between noon and 8 p.m. for one week out of the month and try that out. By becoming more intentional with our smartphones and social media usage, we'll be more in control of the actions we take because of them instead of them being in control of us. And to wrap up on that point, I spent a week where I went on a flight to Hawaii by myself a few years ago and I left my laptop and my phone at home. I had no electronics. I was there for a week. In the first day, it felt like I was getting off of a sugar addiction or something. It was really hard to not try to find something that I wanted to go and check. But then after a day and a half, my nervous system calmed down. I was relaxed. I was so present. I was able to go back to one of those first points of being in awe. I just looked at a tree and I was in awe. I looked at the ocean, the mountains. I was in nature and I was just in awe. And it made me feel so much more peace. It made me feel so much more connected to the earth, connected to myself, as opposed to disconnected on my phone consistently. So this is a powerful thing you can try. Try it for a day, try it for an hour, see how it feels. It could change your life. Number seven is to get involved in a community that shares your similar values. Now this might seem pretty obvious, but human beings are wired to connect. And whether you're an introvert, extrovert, or something in between, we're all meant to experience life with other people who care about our well-being. And in fact, one study has found that neighborhoods with higher levels of social connection experience lower rates of mental health issues when compared to those with lower levels of social connection. And this was independent of how wealthy or non-wealthy that neighborhood was. It was all about the connection. And as people, we need to feel a part of something larger than ourselves. We need to feel loved and supported. And with all that's happened over the past couple of years, I know how easy it can be to feel isolated, to feel alone, and to feel left behind. It's not a fun feeling. And if you're already involved and active in a welcoming community of people who share your values, then that's incredible. Keep those relationships alive by planning events, monthly meetups, grabbing dinner with people, or any other way you can connect. Just jump on the phone call and say hi to a friend. And if you don't already have a community, there are a lot of tools available today that can help you find one. 
online resources like meetup.com, there's Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, Eventbrite that let you browse local events and connect with others who share your similar values and interests. And similar to what I already mentioned when talking about finding your purpose, you can also get involved in local charities and other organizations. And I also wanna share with you this, when it comes to finding your community, if you resonate with the message and the mission that we are on here at the School of Greatness, then I encourage you to consider attending the Summit of Greatness. It's a live three-day experience that happens every fall in Columbus, Ohio, and that brings together all the members of this greatness community. It's an incredible experience. It's truly transformational weekend, and every single year, people message me saying how they found lifelong bonds and connections at the event. People who have gotten engaged and are getting married who met at the Summit of Greatness. It's incredible. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in, make sure to go to summitofgreatness.com, get yourself a ticket or two before they sell out, and learn more information about this event. Again, go to summitofgreatness.com to sign up, and I hope to see you in Columbus, Ohio this fall. Number eight, keep tabs on your nutrition. I can't emphasize this point uh, enough. We all know how important healthy food and nutrition is for our overall function of our bodies, but recent studies are showing that the connection between nutrition and our brains is stronger than we might have ever thought as well. Now, this is mostly a result of what's called the brain-gut connection. The brain-gut connection is possible because we know that nutrition-rich foods helps produce good bacteria, which promotes the production of neurotransmitters in our brains. Now, with better production of neurotransmitters comes clearer signals to our brains, which has a big impact in controlling our overall mood. This is massive. And when we eat junk food, this whole process is negatively effective, which leads to inflammation and other side effects. Now, in short, what we eat has a massive impact on how we feel, and over time, could also be the factor when it comes to our mental health. So what foods should we be avoiding and which foods should we be eating on a regular basis? Well, I had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Emeron Mayer, one of the pioneers who helped discover the brain-gut connection. And he said we should focus on eating whole, natural, plant-based foods like vegetables whenever we can, in addition to healthy fats like nuts and seeds. But also avoiding foods that are high in fat and high in sugar will keep our brain-gut connection healthy, which can help regulate our minds and keep tabs on our mental health. Nutrition is the key, guys. Make sure you focus on this and keep track of it. And last but not least, number nine is a big one. It's all about mastering your breathing. One of the most powerful tools for keeping our minds in a calm state is something we too often take for granted, our breath. If you're able to control your breath and connect with it during times of stress or anxiety, you'll be tapping into a super effective strategy for emotional regulation. There are a thousand different breathing techniques out there, so I encourage you to explore them and see what works for you. But today, I'm going to dive into three specific breathing practices that we can all use when we're feeling anxiety starting to kick in. And I learned the first one from Stanford professor, Dr. Andrew Huberman. And when he was on the show, he demonstrated what he called the physiological sigh. This technique helps bring down the levels of carbon dioxide in our blood. It is actually the same type of breathing that we engage in when we sleep. The pattern is a double inhale through the nose, usually a long breath, 
followed by a quick, shorter one, and then a prolonged exhale through our mouth. Now, it might seem easy, but the science has shown that it really works. And in fact, Andrew's lab found that our carbon dioxide levels can be significantly brought down in as little as one, two, or three physiological size. This is because the long exhale sends a signal to the heart to slow down, which helps lower anxiety and leads us into a calmer state. So here's an example. Two inhales in, and then a sigh. Do that a few times and see how it feels. Another method comes from one of my friends, the Dutch daredevil, motivational speaker and, and crazy Iceman, Wim Hof. He actually demonstrated his famous breathing technique to me in person a few years back on the channel, and you can watch that full session if you want to. But this technique usually takes a few minutes or more to do. So I won't demonstrate the entire thing for you in this episode, but I encourage you to write it down what I'm about to tell you and, and give it a try. First, you wanna get into a comfortable position, either lying down or sitting down and be comfortable. You wanna clear your mind, then breathe in fully and exhale deeply. So you're gonna breathe in. And you're gonna repeat this 30 to 40 times. Now on the last breath of that set, you blow the air all the way out. And then you hold your breath. You hold your breath until you need to take a breath in. You inhale through your nose until you feel your chest fully expanded. And then you hold for 15 seconds and then you start again. You exhale and then you start again. And I remember, I'm already just getting sweaty just doing it a few times. I can feel it in my body really start to activate. And I remember when I did this for the first time feeling so at peace and relaxed after I did it. You can do this a few times through and it'll really start to feel it throughout your entire body. But you want to make sure you're relaxed and in a neutral position. And the third and final technique is what's called box breathing. It's called this because you do the exercise in counts of four. To get started, get an upright position or a seated position, empty out your lungs, and then slowly inhale for four seconds. So exhale your lungs and then you inhale for four seconds. You hold your breath for another four seconds and you blow out for four seconds. And you repeat the process again and again. So it's four in, four hold, four out, repeat the process. And similar to what the psychological side does, box breathing helps clear out the built up carbon dioxide in our bodies. And then it puts us in a more relaxed state. So I encourage you to try these breathing strategies. If you haven't already, it really will help you calm your mind, calm your body, get into a place of peace so you can think more clearly and let go of the stress that you might have in your life. There you have it guys, the nine science-backed ways to keep your mind healthy. We're all at different stages of our journey, both in life and with our mental health. And in this episode, I wanted to dive into a wide variety of proven science-based practices so you can see which ones work best for your specific current situation. I encourage you to try them all. And be sure to let me know how it goes over on social media or if you're on YouTube watching, make sure to leave a comment below on your favorite technique out of the nine practices. Also, if you want another episode on these science-backed practices to improve your mental health, go ahead and leave a comment below. 
letting me know if you want another episode, a part two on this as well. And we'll dive into more of the research and the science of what's really been working to optimize your mind. So let me know. Just type a yes in the comments below if you want another one. And I want to leave you with one final question and a challenge for you to take away today. Ask yourself this. Are you your biggest supporter in life or are you the person who hurts yourself the most? Too often we talk to ourselves in a way we'd never speak to a loved one going through a hard time or a friend who's in need of our support. Too often we constantly tear ourselves down internally and then we wonder why we don't have the self-love or the confidence to get out of the rut that we're in. In order for us to level up and achieve our dreams, we need to turn into our biggest supporter and our number one fan. And I know this can be challenging when you feel overwhelmed and stressed and nothing's going in your favor, but beating yourself up will not help you. It will only hurt you. So you gotta shift the conversation that you have with yourself in your own mind. And now for the challenge. I want you to make a declaration to give yourself more grace this month and for the rest of the year. I want you to make a decision to love yourself inside and out. And when no one's watching, make sure to do that as well, especially when no one's watching. Love yourself, be kind to yourself inside and out. No matter where you're at, you can make magic out of any situation that life throws you. Any mess that life throws you, you can make magic out of it. I would remind you that if no one has told you lately that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter, Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you in the next episode. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, let me just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts as well. I really love hearing feedback from you guys, so share a review over on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one's told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you are matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. 
Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.